My boss ruins my dream job, so I expose her medical leave scam to HR. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. First, some backstory. In the early 2000s, I worked for an overpriced CD store. I really liked my job aside from one coworker, Karen. We just didn't get along. I made the best of it, but she was a borderline bully. Of course she gets promoted to keyholder and proceeds to turn into a full-blown power trip bully. She made my life miserable, and a job that I previously loved, I couldn't stand anymore. I made a formal complaint that made its way to HR, but I was done working there, which was her goal. Of course, when HR investigated my claims, they found she and the assistant manager were dating. Oops. And she was moved to another store since fraternizing was against policy. Apparently, she didn't like that store and quit. A few months later, I was happily working at defunct bookstore. And who gets a job at the defunct bookstore at another mall? Karen. Over the next few months, she proceeds to do little things to annoy me. Like hanging up when I would call their store for a customer. Or leave me on hold forever. Of course, I would get in trouble for not effectively handling the customer with their needs. About six months into the job, I heard through the grapevine of store gossip that Karen had been injured in a car accident. Apparently, she'd hurt her back and went on medical leave. She couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes at a time without excruciating pain. This is important. She was on indefinite leave, and her store couldn't hire anyone to replace her while on medical leave, leaving them shorthanded. And I knew her manager was really annoyed after a few months. Two months later, a few friends of mine and I decided to go play pool. A former co-worker, Rick, from the overpriced CD store was there. Man, you weren't here last night. It would have been a reunion. Karen and assistant manager were here playing pool. Karen was playing pool? Oh yeah, they come in every Wednesday night. Really? That's interesting. Every Wednesday, huh? How long has this been going on now? A few months now. Yes. For the entire time she was on medical leave, Karen was out playing pool once a week. Not at home in debilitating pain like she claimed. The next day, I went to her defunct bookstore and asked to speak to the manager. I told him all about her weekly pool sessions and encouraged him to be at the pool hall the next Wednesday night to catch her in action. That Thursday, she was fired. The last time I saw her, she and her friend were attempting to follow me home from work. I called the police and led them into the police station where they told her to leave me alone or be arrested. She stayed away from me after that. That's one of the worst feelings in the world. When you finally think you're done with that crappy coworker and move to a new job, just to have them move to the same company a couple months later. For those that have worked in retail, they probably know that this happens more often than you'd think. You get experience in a certain field and of course are going to end up looking for something similar. The problem is, that crappy coworker is also going to be doing the same thing. In this instance, it really sounds like they were going out of their way to make our original poster miserable. I mean, I get why they'd be upset considering our original poster is the reason they got fired in the first place. But still, do you really want to go poking at that? They already made you lose your job once. You want to go two for two? That's what ended up happening in this case. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below. And don't forget to subscribe.
Karen thinks I'm too young to have tattoos and demands I cover them in public. I'm a 29-year-old disabled female, and I look a lot younger than I am. My personality is what you might call young, which might have something to do with my appearing younger to others. I suffered a spinal cord injury and brain injury when I was 17. My spinal cord injury is obvious, as I'm in a wheelchair. My brain injury, on the other hand, isn't quite as obvious. Most people can't tell that I'm brain damaged, as I talk and act relatively normally. But my personality is eccentric. I can act normal when I'm out shopping or going to doctor's appointments and things like that. But around friends or talking to strangers and meeting new people, I'm a bit of a goofball, which probably plays a part of me seeming younger than I am. But my physical features look much younger than I am also. Up until I was 28, I was being mistaken for 18 or 19. This happened when I was 28. I have 8 tattoos, all of which have a meaning about my life. The lily on my chest is about the sister I had that died before I was born. The spider on my arm is about me overcoming my fear of spiders. My phoenix tattoo is about me going skydiving in 2016. I have a fairy on my shoulder, another flower on my chest, and a few other smaller tattoos on my arm. That's not to say that all tattoos should have a meaning, but that's just me. When I'm wearing long sleeves and a high neck shirt, you can't see any of my tattoos. In summer, however, they're out for the world to see. None of them are offensive in my opinion, and I often get compliments about them. And then I met a Karen. It was a summer day and I was downtown doing some shopping, wearing a three-quarter sleeve shirt with open shoulders, making all of my tattoos visible. It was hot as heck outside, so I just wanted to finish my shopping and get back home to my aircon. And then it happened. I was in a grocery store grabbing a few things I needed when I got the feeling that I was being watched. I looked down the aisle and saw a middle-aged woman with what I now know to be a Karen outfit staring at me with a face that would make Dolores Umbridge uncomfortable. I just smiled at her and went on with my shopping. You should really cover those. It's not appropriate to have them out like that. I started looking on my body, not knowing what she was talking about. Did I have a wardrobe malfunction I was unaware of? Huh? Excuse me? Your tattoos. Don't you think you're setting a bad example? I mean, it's bad enough that you have that many tattoos at your age. But flaunting them like that? Show some respect. Um, what? My age? What are you on about, lady? You're too young to have that many tattoos. You should have them covered in public. How old do you think I am? I'm 28, lady, and it's too flippin' hot to cover anything. Not that it's any of your business. The look of shock on her face grew even stronger as she heard me talking, which I guess made me seem even younger in her eyes. Don't you lie to me, young lady. Show me some respect. Trying to avoid the confrontation, I said, Whatever, lady. You have yourself a good day. Maybe pull that stick out of you while you're at it. Bye. And I left the aisle, hoping that that was the end of it. The lunatic trailed behind me for a few minutes after that while giving me a death glare the whole time. But thankfully she lost interest pretty quick and I lost sight of her. That was the weirdest interaction I've ever had with a Karen. Or with anyone for that matter. I don't know if I should take that as a compliment that I look younger than I am, or be insulted that I act like a kid. Either way, I like the way I am, and wouldn't change it for some jerk. Yeah, this lady really just needs to mind her own business.
You're allowed to have as many tattoos wherever you want them as you see fit. It's got absolutely nothing to do with her. I don't understand how you're going to call someone out over their body in public like that. Like, it's your place to judge the rest of the world and tell them what's what. I agree with our poster. It sounds like she's just got to stick somewhere uncomfortable. Maybe you deal with your own issues and stop worrying about everyone else. Food lady denies us food even though our dad is her boss. I recently called my dad, who's a fitness trainer, kickboxer, and life coach, to catch up and chat. When we recalled an event that happened several years ago, the memory just hit me and realized I was too young at the time to understand exactly what happened. But adult me gets it now. When I was maybe 11 or 12, my dad took me and my two teenage brothers, maybe 14 and 16 then, to this massive place that I think was some kind of fitness expo. I remember this orange, mile-long jogging track inside that circled the room, several areas to exercise with top-notch workout equipment, and a swimming pool area that would moisten Michael Phelps' wettest dreams. I also remember this huge room with more workout equipment with a big enclosed space in the epicenter of the room with a kind of stage inside. It was hard to see clearly on the outside, like for privacy reasons and so the trainees are less distracted. Come to find out, it was where these exclusive training classes were taking place, and possibly recorded for people to train at home, but I could be wrong. With some house music bumping on the speakers that would make anyone want to get up and get down. Man, I miss 90s house music. Check it out if you're unfamiliar. You won't be disappointed. Since my dad was one of many star trainers attending, my brother and I received guest lanyards, which allowed us to roam the place if we wanted. Our parents raised us well to be responsible and behave in public, else it meant our butts when we got home. The only thing was we weren't allowed to use the equipment. No biggie. It was the same rule when he took us with him to one of the fitness centers he co-managed over the years, so that was nothing new. Dad introduced us to some of his clients and fellow instructors, many of whom recognized us as our dad had our pictures on his desk and talked about us often, especially me as I resemble him more than my mother. I remember some saying I was such a pretty girl in my puffy winter coat. Being the super shy type, I reacted as you might expect, but I still knew when to say thank you, especially when dad was so proud to introduce his kids. As the time for my dad to start his class in that dope AF enclosed space grew closer, he told my brothers and me that if we got hungry to tell the clerk to put anything we want on his tab, and he would just pay for our food when his class was over. We weren't greedy kids and knew not to overindulge, so the trust was there. Pretty much everyone in this place knew my dad, so we just had to drop his name to the clerk when we were ready to eat. He gave me a kiss, gave my brothers the usual look out for your baby sister, and left to be awesome. The place where we wanted to get food had the best view from the third floor. This ginormously wide window, which did my fear of heights no favors, let us see pretty much everything on the main floor, including that jogging track. It felt like being in one of those VIP boxes at a sports event that lets you see everything. Now, the clerk selling food and drinks wasn't at the counter when our dad first brought us in, so we decided to wander, which is what led us to the meat of this post. My brothers and I gave ourselves a tour, careful not to get lost as this place was as big as a super mall. Eventually, we got hungry. We made our way back to the kitchen area, and this middle-aged Asian woman was behind the register. She greeted us without a smile while we surveyed the healthy goodies in a glass display for what we wanted. My brothers told me to pick something first and they did the same. After the lady clerk said our total, we told her who our dad was and said that he said to put it on his tab to pay after he was finished training. 
She said something along the lines of, he's your dad? We told her yes. Remember, she didn't see us come in with him earlier. She told us no, rather coldly too, and that unless we pay for everything ourselves, we weren't getting anything. My oldest brother told her we couldn't pay, hence our dad suggesting the tab option. She just cut my brother off and told us to go away. And no, we couldn't show her a photo as proof because camera cell phones weren't quite a thing yet. Disheartened, we just sat at the table across the room and watched everything outside the window. We even kept track of specific people going along the mile-long track for who made a full circuit the fastest. Kinda made a game of it while we talked about other things. While we sat waiting, I glanced occasionally at the lady clerk who I swear could open for a circus with the daggers her eyes were throwing at us. I realized now that she was probably keeping an eye on us in case we tried to steal or something. In my job experience in recent years, I understand keeping an eye for suspicious looking people is part of any job description, and my brothers were really tall, but that didn't excuse the lady clerk's cutthroat tone and crappy attitude, as if we were known delinquents. Over an hour later, our dad finally came back sweating so heavily that he looked like he just stepped out of a pool. And the lady clerk said hi with a big smile. My brothers and I went up to him, and the first thing he asked is if we got food. We told him no and explained why. My dad went up to the counter to the lady clerk, looking like she forgot to cancel her Amazon Prime trial a day too late, pulled out his wallet, and told us to order what we wanted. I could hear the told you so on my brother's faces. I'm paraphrasing their exchange as it was well over 15 years ago. This is your dad? Yes. Are these your children? Yes. The lady clerk gasps audibly, takes a good five seconds to get her jaw off the floor, and starts to profusely apologize while my dad, a tallish black man with a shaved head, small hoop earring, and the physique that puts upscale nightclub bouncers to shame, gives her Keanu Reeves levels of kindness and understanding while she's all but kissing his butt while getting ours and now dad's orders. She even threw in some free oatmeal raisin cookies for the trouble. My brothers and I are like, sweet, thanks. My dad bid her a good day and we left. My dad is a boss in more ways than just his job title. Okay, so for this one, I really don't feel like we have a jerk scenario. You have a lady who's doing her job and a couple of kids come up and want free food, saying that this person's their father. You have no proof of that. You can't just give it to them because they say so. This sounds like it was a rather big event, so she's not going to know any better. I feel like I really can't blame her for just doing her job. And dad was super cool about it. Like I said, I feel it's an understandable situation. Thankfully, dad understood that as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I tricked my mom into finally admitting that my cooking was good. I've been enrolled in a cooking school for over a year, and my mom, she's never been supportive, mostly because I dropped out of a nursing program to get into a cooking school. She's always making snide comments about how I should have been a nurse or a lawyer, or how I'll only ever be a subservient housewife with this. And when I do make something, she always criticizes it. She's like Gordon Ramsay or something. Oh, too much salt. It's undercooked. It looks like crap. Even though pretty much everyone else says the opposite. She's looking for any little thing she can critique about my cooking. She keeps telling me I can't cook and need to get into a real career. I've cooked three course meals for the family and they always get positive reviews. Except for her. She had a party for her work friends. I made a whole tray of my specialty take on homemade meatballs. A recipe I conceptualized myself my signature dish. Everyone kept going back and getting more. So many that they ran out. I asked my mom what she thought. She said, they were drunk. They couldn't taste anything. So I figured if I wanted to get her to compliment my cooking, I'd have to trick her. I cooked her a meal, one of her favorites from scratch, her biggest weakness that she can never resist. I dressed it up to look professional and put it in a generic to-go box and had my boyfriend take video of me preparing it start to finish. I called her and told her that my boyfriend and I were eating at this diner that doesn't exist. Made up a fake name for it and everything. I told her that they have her favorite meal and asked if she wanted us to bring her one. Of course, she said yes. I brought the dish and told her more about the fake diner. She started eating it and complimented how good it was. She commented on how she wanted to go there and get another one. After she was almost through with the meal, I asked her for her honest opinions so we could write a review on Yelp. She went on for 10 minutes about how great it was and then I sprung it on her. That I was the one who cooked it. Her tone changed. She put the fork down and said she was lying. That it tasted like crap. My boyfriend showed her the video. She googled the restaurant and it didn't show up. All of a sudden she started pointing out flaws with the meal. Like how there was too much sauce and it was really spicy and burned her mouth. I asked her why she finished almost the whole thing if it was so spicy. She didn't say anything. So I just asked her if she was ready to admit it. She said no. So we left but I spotted her eating it from the other room. I asked her again and she laughed and finally told me yes, that I'm a good chef. So after a year of doubting if I was a good chef and holding back my dreams, she finally admitted it. What's wrong with this mom? Come on, support your kid. She's doing a really good job at cooking and you're going to sit there and tell her no, she's not. I get that you felt she might have been able to do something better in your eyes, but she's doing really good at what she's doing now. You're really going to take that away from her? You're really going to try and bring her down? That's just a really crappy mom right there. You shouldn't have to work so hard for her approval. If I were you, I wouldn't be giving her this much power going forward. My boyfriend's mad at me for ruining his favorite hiking trail because I absolutely had to go pee. I'm a 22-year-old female. My boyfriend, 24, is an avid outdoorsman. He grew up camping and hiking often. I, on the other hand, did not. I think I went camping once when I was a little kid and sat in my grandma's RV pouting the entire time. 
My boyfriend and I have been dating for six months, and as our little anniversary present, my boyfriend wanted to take me to his favorite hiking spot. We live in a warmer state, so hiking this time of year isn't abnormal. I was a little nervous about it, but agreed because I definitely see him as the person I'm going to marry, which means adapting to his lifestyle as well. So we went on a sunrise hike up a mountain that was a little over an hour away from us. The hike was just over three miles total and wasn't too difficult for beginners. Before going, my boyfriend gave me the safety rundown and pushed that I drink a ton of water. When we got to the trailhead, I needed to pee slightly, and mentioned to my boyfriend finding the bathroom at the beginning of the trailhead, which I believed to be just around this little hill. He brushed it off though, and suggested we keep going so we don't miss the most beautiful part of the sunrise. So I agreed. During the first half of the hike, my boyfriend kept pushing for me to drink water, to the point where I felt like I was going to throw up, and my bladder felt like it was going to explode. When we got to the best part of the hike, we sat there for a few minutes before I mentioned heading back down, because at this point, I really needed to find that bathroom. My boyfriend insisted we stay for a few more minutes until I finally dragged him up. Listen, I've never peed outside in my entire life, but I must have drank so much water my bladder just couldn't take it. Before we even made it back down, I knew I was about to pee my pants. I kept mentioning to my boyfriend, and he kept comforting me, saying it was okay and that I was going to make it. Unfortunately, I could not make it. I apologized profusely, but told him I had to duck behind a big rock a little ways off the trailhead to pee, or I was going to pee my pants. He was angry, scoffed, and huffed, so I asked him to stand watch, but instead he just stood by the trail angry as ever. And to make matters worse, an older couple that was cutting through some of the bush walked right by me, but didn't say anything. So yeah, my boyfriend is understandably furious with me, not only for exposing myself on our hike, but also for rushing our beautiful view. This is his favorite hiking spot and I ruined it. I feel terrible, but I also feel like it was something that I couldn't control. Am I the jerk? Okay, we're one year in and this is how he's acting? That confirms it. Time to ditch him. All you asked for was for a minute to go pee. Yeah, you're gonna be rushing everything along the way because you've been stating the entire time that you need to eliminate that bodily function. If he had given you 30 seconds or a minute along the way to go do what you needed to do, none of this would have been an issue. It's not your fault for having to go pee. A boyfriend who's going to get legitimately upset about this is not worth the investment. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. Or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot. Everything linked in the description.